Hello, everybody. This is Rick Manning, President of Americans for Limited Government. Just wanted to spend some time to talk about the elections and, the, and some of the issues that are really hot with a special focus on immigration because there's some clips that have come out of recent debates which show how, the, how hard the, the left, the Democrat incumbents or Democrat, uh, well, both are incumbents, um, are attempting to provide uh, a false sense that they have been pro being strong on illegal immigration. It tells you how the issue trends when the people who've been propping up the open borders policy of the Biden administration become uh, suddenly advocates of, oh, I'm doing everything I can to help the border patrol. Um, you know, so one of these uh, clips is, fits that description exactly. Um, and I am going to go to the, uh, this is Arizona. Arizona. On the border since day one on this job. I'm down there all the time. I was on the phone this week just, you know, with Mayor Nichols of Yuma, Sheriff Daniels of Cochise County, talking about what more we need for Border Patrol and immigration. That, my friends, we're is working, called evasion. We're, we're, we're working to raise Border Patrol pay by 18, 18%. I've got legislation to do that. I've been focused on the border since day one. Okay. You, I, you know, we have no great effect because we have a wide open southern border. So if that's the best you it, can do, I respectfully request you resign been, and let's get someone in the seat who will actually secure our border. On the border. So that was uh, Senator Mark Kelly, um, the bald guy, um, who is the incumbent senator in, in Arizona. He is uh, talking about how he's working so hard to secure the border. And uh, Blake Masters, his opponent, Republican opponent, uh, responding, uh, if that's as good as you can do, then you should resign. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, with the Democrats having 50 votes, if Mark Kelly wanted to fund the Border Patrol, all he needed to do in the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, which passed with 50 votes, is say, you don't have my vote unless we increase Border Patrol pay. And they would have increased Border Patrol pay. So trust me, if he actually wanted that to occur, it would have occurred, but he didn't. This is all, you know, it's all a false front. And Blake Master did a great job of calling him out on that. In Arizona, we, you know, this is a race which is razor thin. Um, polls show that Mark Kelly is ahead. Um, there's a, one poll that came out that's way off, but um, by and large, the polling I see is, you know, Kelly's ahead by two to three percent. There's about six percent that are five to six percent that are going to the Libertarian, um, which are all votes straight out of Blake Masters' hide. Um, but it's a uh, but the the left is funding the Libertarian candidate to try to take the anti-Biden votes and give them somewhere else to go. But Blake, Blake Masters' campaign, and it's a and so but in this debate, Mark Kelly was exposed because he's sitting there trying to say he's fighting on the border and. There's no evidence that anything he's doing is having any positive effect. And by supporting the Biden administration policies, he has, in fact, is culpable for that. And that's going to be one of the telltale signs uh, where Im the immigration policy, the Biden immigration policy is on the ballot for all intents and purposes in Arizona, a state that has been overrun by illegals. To give you a sense of how many Right, the estimate that Mark Morgan, the former uh, head of the Border Patrol under Trump, uh, gives is in the 18 months since Biden took office, 
that we've had 5 million people come across the border, slightly under 5 million people come across the border. Um, most of those were people who the Border Patrol caught and processed and either, you know, allowed to go in inside, you know, into our country with a promise that someday they'll come back and determine whether they really are people who should be here. Um, but 900,000 of them are people who the Border Patrol observed on the on their cameras, on their detection systems, but were not captured, were not arrested by the Border Patrol. Those are called gotaways. And that's not counting people who the Border Patrol did not uh, see on cameras. Um, so we're talking about 900,000 people who got into this country without being processed by Border Patrol. Why does that matter? It matters because the cartels are flooding the border with people who are just people who want a better life and overwhelming our Border Patrol at the border. So they're spending 90% of their time processing people and caring for people who've come across our border illegally, um, but are just average citizens, average people, not citizens, but average people who've come from other countries. 60 countries um, are sending uh, uh, illegals across our border right now. Um, but because the Border Patrol is spending 90% of their time and man hours doing that, there's a million, almost a million people who've come across the border uh, who are gotaways where they don't have the manpower to go out and catch them because they're doing essentially babysitting at the border. And that, and those gotaways are your cartel members. They're the ones who are bringing the fentanyl in. They're the ones who are, are, are the most dangerous uh, criminals because they are the one, they're the ones who are being sent where the border patrol isn't by the cartels so they won't be captured. And while some of them are, the fact of the matter is those gotaways are extremely, are the danger signal. And we've got almost a million of those gotaways who've come into this country over the last 18 months. That's why in Arizona, immigration matters. And that's what we're gonna see in terms of uh, the, uh, when we talk about this, this issue, um, that's what Arizona voters are going to have to decide on. And that's what voters across the country are going to have to decide on. Um, looking at some comments, um, the, we've got uh, Jerry McNabb um, here has a good has a comment on Kelly. Um, that's because he does everything Biden says. I knew when Kelly vote, got voted in, he was a Biden, he was Biden's boy. Yeah. As a, he, he runs as a moderate, he runs as somebody who's, you know, going, who can work across the aisle. The fact of the matter is, um, in Arizona, Kristen Sinema is the one who stood up and said, no, we're not going to take down the filibuster rules in order to pass cra crazy stuff. No, it was Kristen Sinema, not Mark Kelly. In fact, Mark Kelly, who was in Ar same Arizona voters, could have stood up and said, I agree with Kirsten Cinema. we're not going to do this. But instead, he left her hanging. He left her to be the one who was abused by the crazy left and followed into bathrooms by people, by people advocating, I use that term advisedly, um, and basically harassing her um, wherever she went out. And Mark Kelly never stepped up and said, hey, she's right. You know, I'm a moderate, too. No, he was exactly, he was doing exactly what he was told by the far left and never once stood up with Kirsten Cinema in that fight. 
So anybody in Arizona who's under any illusions that Mark Kelly is a is a moderate needs to be dissuaded of that. And the fact that he's claiming that he's done all this stuff on the border, which is just a flat out lie, because he never used his power and leverage to get the Border Patrol more pay or increase numbers of Border Patrol, never used his power and leverage to do that. And given the fact he didn't, means it wasn't that important to him. Thanks for the comment, Jerry. Jerry. Um, let's see where else we got. Um, let's talk. Mary, Michael Lozlewski. Hope I got that I pronounced that right. It's a terrorist attack and downright murders to hide drugs and other drugs killing Americans. Murder, a terrorist attack on Americans, close our borders. Michael, I couldn't agree more. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but first, I want to show a video from Ohio. And it's a uh, and it's a video that is was directly related to the um, to the senatorial race in Ohio. Um, J.D. Vance against Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan is actually a congressman who's running for the Democrat congressman who's running for the Senate seat as a Democrat. J.D. Vance is has not, has not held office, and they're clashing over. Um, this is there's an abortion part of this because it plays in, but I think you'll you'll get it once you see it. But let's talk about that case because why was a 10-year-old girl raped in our community, raped in our state in the first place? The thing the media and Congressman Ryan, they talk about this all the time, the thing they never mentioned is that poor girl was raped by an illegal alien, somebody that should have never been in this state in the first place. You voted so many times against border wall funding, so many times for amnesty, Tim. If you had done your job, she would have never been raped in the first place. Do your job on border security. Don't lecture me about opinions I don't actually have. But let's talk about that case. And that, my friends, is how you deal with, a, with somebody with a voting record um, who claims to be, tries to play like they are in the middle. You directly call them out. You don't let them get off the mat and you just layer them with facts. And the fact that uh, J.D. Vance came across that strong and that direct and that articulate and taking, and taking him down um, is, a, you know, is a good sign, but it also shows the power of the issue. Um, you know, the fact is every single state in the nation has crimes being committed by illegal aliens who the Biden administration has basically given a free pass to. I mean, we now have New York City saying, oh, we're in a we're in a crisis because we have so many illegal aliens. Yeah, they've got they get about one day's worth out of what happens in the southern small southern border towns. But, you know, New York City, the biggest city in America, can't handle the 17,000 illegal aliens who've arrived at their border, courtesy of uh, uh, Governor Texas Governor Greg Abbott. You have the D.C. government who's saying, no, we can't handle illegal aliens coming to D.C. These are sanctuary cities, folks. They've said they want illegal aliens. And if they want illegal aliens and their representatives in Congress are voting to keep the borders open, it only makes certain sense to allow them to have the have the social the social uh, costs of being filled up with people who don't pay taxes and are, and are illegally here. Um, so, so, but in Ohio, uh, J.D. Vance is, is ahead. It's a, you know, Ohio is always a touchy state. Uh, this is a, a seat which uh, Rob Portman, Senator Rob Portman is a Republican, um, is vacating. And so Vance would, is, it's not a pickup in the Senate, but it's an important race for, uh, for Republicans to retain if they're going to 
have control of the Senate. In Arizona, which we talked about before, um, that was with Masters against uh, Kelly. That's a seat that if if we, we only, in order to get limited government control at some level in the Senate, you need to get to 51 votes. And recognizing that Mitt Romney and Murkowski and others are there that aren't necessarily limited government in any way, shape, or form. Um, but they're, but at the very least, you need 51 votes um, to control the chair, the committees and the chairs and all that kind of stuff, which is very important in terms of setting legislative agenda. The one of the places where there's a possible pickup is in Arizona. And that's why that master's race is so important. And any of you who are in Arizona, I, I encourage you to uh, do everything you can to uh, to help masters. And anyone who is outside of Arizona, if you don't have, uh, if you're not already, you know, tied up with other races, if there's one you might want to look at in terms of uh, contributing to, um, masters is one of those. It's a it's an important race. Um, with that, I'm going to go and let's see here. Um, you know, one of the things that we we had occur um, today, this is on an immigration also, it's a it's a pretty stunning, uh, stunning thing. You've got, remember this photo, this photo of, uh, of a border patrolman on a, on a horse. Uh, there were some Haitian illegal immigrants who were on the Texas side of the border. And this horseman, uh, this horseman, border patrolman, it was accused of whipping uh, the illegal aliens based on this picture. And they were they were put on administrative leave. The Biden, President Biden, ch you know, chastised them for for whipping the illegal aliens. And it's a and so this picture made the rounds and and was uh, got a lot of attention. One thing that we we just found out hours ago is that email conversation between the Public Affairs Department of the Department of Homeland Security and the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security just three hours prior to the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, going in front of the nation on this photo and attacking those agents three hours before he was informed that this was not a Border Patrol agent whipping a Haitian, that it affirmatively was not what he said was going to say it was. Well, Horkus chose, rather than saying, you know, we've investigated and, and the Border Patrol agents are completely exonerated, rather than doing that and standing up for those who are trying to defend our border, he went on the air three hours later and told the lie that these, and suspended these agents that this was a you know an egregious act of uh, abuse of illegal immigrants, he he literally went on the air and lied about this directly to the American people, and perpetuated the idea that this was in fact uh, physical abuse by the border patrol and proof of physical abuse by the border patrol, rather than standing up for the border patrol agents who were trying to do their jobs. They also ended the horse patrols. The horse patrols are very important because it's one of the ways that you 
you basically can cat and run down people. You know, horses are faster than humans. And so, it, and you can travel more ground in areas where that aren't very hospitable to vehicles. And so horse patrols matter. And they suspended horse patrols based on this picture and others that were associated with it that had absolutely nothing to do with that were, they lied about. As simple as that, they lied about it. And my friends, that is, and that's one, one of the reasons why there's a growing movement in Washington, D.C. to impeach Mahorcas when, when and if the Republicans take control of Congress and, and to push impeachment hearings against him because he's lied to the American people. We've got an open border. He's lied to Congress and he can't be trusted with the job of defending the homeland. And as a result, because he's lost that trust, um, many Republicans are pushing to have Mahorcas uh, be uh, not just suspended, but to be to be impeached. Um, there won't be the votes to impeach him because the Democrats will stand up for it. But the fact of the matter is, that's where we—that's where the Republicans are going. They are incensed that our borders are open and Mahorcas refuses to enforce do his job. Um, let's see here. Yeah, well, Beverly Slagenhoff. Um, don't know. Are you? I wonder if you're related to Evan, who is a friend of mine, who was a Calvert County commissioner and now is in Florida. But Beverly, um, you know, the fact of the matter is there's a lot of bad actors in this administration. And it's a and the American people are going to send a message one way or the other based on how they vote in November. And if they return the return the Democrats to power in Congress, the American people will have said that all this nonsense, all the all these lies, all the failures um, that they approve of them. And that's how it's going to be played. So the November election is extremely important in terms of making the point that this is not this is not an administration that can, in fact, be trusted and will set the stage for what happens in 2024. Um Well, you know what? This is this is true, um, in that there he Joe Biden does go and spend a lot of time talking about Bo and uses Bo as a shield, Bo, Bo Biden um, as a shield when he gets into trouble, and it's a um, and it's and it's a sad story. You know, he lost his son. That's a fact. It's a, it's a sad fact. He lost his son to cancer, but. You know, the, the bottom line on it is Papa Joe needs to be held accountable for his actions and not be you know given a pass because he lost a son. And I, it's a terrible thing to lose your, lose a son, but it's despicable to, to basically hide behind that fact every time you get in trouble. This is, uh, you know, I really think it's that we are um, struggling um, because there are so many people who who are who've been misled, who no longer are um, who no longer have uh, honest perspective of what's going on because of the what's been told they've been told by the media. And it's a and so if you put this picture up 
to many Americans, they would say, yeah, that's a, that's border patrol abusing a, an illegal immigrant because they never found out what really happened. And they certainly aren't going to find out that, uh, that Mayorkas deliberately lied to the American public and misled them um, because this was any, this was part of their narrative that the border patrol bad illegal immigrant, you know, poor abused illegal immigrants. And that narrative played to a population that wanted to believe that. So, you know, unfortunately, those those who are uh, the most likely to try to censor, quote unquote, disinformation and misinformation are the most dis misinformed of them all because they don't their media sources are restricted to whatever is approved by the Biden administration. And if it's not approved by the Biden administration, it, it, they declare it to be misinformation, disinformation. And the one thing we can trust about the Biden administration is that anything that they put out there is likely to be false or self-serving. So that's a uh, so that's just and Michael, you are right. It is horrible to lose a family member. Um, that's a it is a horrible thing. The uh, let's see here. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Looking through. You know, let's Dina Gunn. Um, yeah, this is why Democrats want open borders so they can have all the illegal vote Democrats. So Republicans, Republicans never have a chance to win. One of the ironies to this, and I, I didn't put this uh, put this in here, but um, I, I wish I had a graphic. But one of the ironies to this is that Hispanics are, in fact, um, on the border registered. You know, Hispanics who are registered to vote who are on the border are turning on the Democrats. There is a possibility that the Republican candidates for Congress, the three districts that are on the Texas-Mexico border, that the Republicans, Republican candidates are going to win those seats. Um, one seat in a special election was already won by a Republican, first time in like 150 years or something. Um, the, and so one seat was already run, won by a Republican. And it's a, and you know, they have to win again in November. But there's three seats on the border that are on the cusp of becoming Republican. And it's directly because the Hispanic vote, which is the overwhelming demographic population on the border, uh, the legal Hispanic vote is tired of having people who are coming across the border, disrupting their lives, walking across their land, trashing their land, and trashing their lives, and they're sick of it. They want law and order. They want actual law and order, just like anybody else would. And one of the dirty little secrets that the Democrats haven't figured out yet is a lot of the Hispanics, you know, they've started businesses. They've, done, they've incorporated themselves into society. They don't want to go back to where they used to live. They don't want to have, you know, if you've escaped from a oppressive regime, regime, they don't want to be back in, in an oppressive regime. They may not necessarily know what to do with the Republicans at this point, and that's a problem a lot of us have. But it is a, but the fact of the matter is, when you come to them and you say we're opening the borders, isn't that wonderful? They sit there and say, why? What are you doing? I came here legally. I came here legally. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you ending? the value of my legal immigration and attacking my legal citizenship. 
And so there's a this this issue. The fact they wanted their goal was, and they thought that they could just turn a solid you know, a solid. vote just had one real problem that the Democrats have and that they they try to talk ethnic politics but a lot of Hispanics all they care about are the same things everybody else cares about and they aren't driven by the same kind of racial dynamics that other interest groups are so it's a real they've miscalculated it to some extent um, but certainly if you register through postcard registration and no ID, if you register a bunch of people who are illegal and then you vote that vote votes without anybody seeing them, without them having to present IDs, um, it gives you a set voting block that you control because those because, you know, you are actually collecting the ballots. and You're doing the ballot harvesting in those communities. So that's your you know, that's the counter to that. That's how they control and control a lot of California. And it's a you know, and the bottom line on it is. Uh, the reason it doesn't work in Texas is because there's a, um, because they're being moved out, you know, a lot of people are being moved out of Texas and the legal Texas population um, is trending towards, towards free markets and towards Republicans. Um, I am going to, this is one of those, those ones. And, and a lot of times I, I, I will talk on, on these issues for quite a while, but I just wanted to let you know that today, a few hours ago, it was it was shown that through an email from Mayorkas's Assistant Secretary of Public Affairs to him, it was shown that Mayorkas knew, knew that this picture was a lie. And yet he perpetuated that lie on the American public and attacked the Border Patrol. If you don't know, know anything else, know this, the Biden administration has chosen, chosen to be on the side of the illegal immigrant and oppose the border patrol that's trying to protect our border from an invasion from the South like anything we've never seen. That's not hyperbola. Five million people coming across the border in 18 months is a big deal. It's bigger more than the entire city of Los Angeles holds, second largest city in the country. That's how much, how many people that is. So when we talk about this, understand that when you're talking about that large of a number, that inundation, when 1 million, about 1 million of those people, about 900,000 of those people are get gotaways who are most likely the people who the cartels want to get into our country. You want to know why we've got a drug war on the streets? You want to know why we, our murders are up? You want to know why criminal activity is up? Because we're importing people who are soldiers for the cartel to take over our cities. That's why. And the person who's trusted to do the to be the head of the home protecting the homeland is more interested in rousting a person, a man with who's got 11 kids who was at a Planned Parenthood protest and his kid was attacked by a, uh, one of the Planned Parenthood people. He defended his kid and now, and he ends up with a 5 a.m. raid 
from Homeland Security, from FBI. That's what this administration wants to do. And that's their focus. And it's why it's so important that we get a Congress that's willing to hold them accountable and stop this nonsense and put specific language that requires them to take certain actions and make it so they have to do certain things like finish the wall, et cetera, um, in order to be able to close the border and stop this crazy invasion that they are encouraging and perpetuating. And folks, it's up to you. And with that, I'm gonna just leave it as very simple. This is stark. And the fact that the Mayorkas lied directly about this picture and caused an uproar, uh, an uprising against the Border Patrol, our own Border Patrol, based on this picture, he deliberately lied, is all the evidence I need to support the impeachment of Mayorkas, even if it's doing a wonderful job. Because you cannot have the leader at war with the people on the ground trying to enforce the law. And he's clearly at war with the people on the ground trying to enforce the law. And with that, folks, I'm going to wish you a good evening. And uh, we will talk tomorrow. Um, and I think we're going to have a conversation with um, uh, a guy who's a good good guy. I do his, uh, his radio show all the time in uh, Idaho. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in, in Idaho, but also uh, some issues around the country. Uh, Zeb Bell, I think, I think Zeb Bell and I are doing something tomorrow. So assuming that's true, I'll see you tomorrow with Zeb Bell. Assuming it's not true, I'll see you tomorrow without Zeb Bell. With that said, have a great, uh, have a great day.